What's your Boston joke? I never heard it. Um, I don't like to make fun of the accent because it's like that's a hacky thing to make fun of Boston accents. So I put myself in a scenario where the I'm hooking up with a person and they have that accent and like they they say it in the bedroom and it's just a funny scenario of like being caught off guard with that accent. Yeah, and, yeah. And the things that like I say with it, like this actually happened. So what actually happened is is I was hooking up with a girl who was from like New Hampshire, I think. And they had kind of that accent and we were hooking up and I swear to God, she goes, she said that feels wicked good. And, and so, and so like I, I start off with that, but then like I expand furthermore, but just imagine, imagine you're with somebody and they're like, Oh, that's wicked good. Like, and I stopped. I was like, did you just say wicked? (laughs) (laughs) Eli has a story like hooking up with an Australian girl. Who wanted him to uh, have the? They want she wanted to do anal with him. Uh huh. And so while they were having sex, she goes, "Chuck it in me, dumper." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you gotta you gotta understand in the context of the world how ridiculous you sound. Yeah. You know, even I guess my accent in some places, people like I barely have any accent, but there is a northeastern. Thing. Well, you have like a Long Island thing every now and again, like that very funny video you made with Arden. You're like, yeah, he learned English by watching Scooby Doo. The way you said oh, yeah. Doo. <laughs> I, that, I picked up on that. Yeah, a little bit, I guess. Sometimes I hear it on stage when I'm being you say, extra you say, performative. You say, dog, you say dog, coffee. Sure. Yeah. Sure. 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 That's oh. our tour right there. The whole nine. Sure. 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 That's our tour. <laughs> sure, kid. The whole nine. Sure. I uh, it's only on certain words for me that I have somewhat of a country southern adjacent accent, like yeah. home. Like you say home. Yeah, I don't know when you, when I hear it come out of your mouth, it almost sounds like you're lying. Like really? Like it almost sounds like you're faking a southern accent for some reason. Well, back in my drinking days, I think it was probably more prevalent. Like, it really comes out. Yeah, when I you, think when, just, you, when you drink too much, and then someone asks you about the Civil War. Man, we won. <laughs> if the corn stalks hung out, we just ran out of ammunition. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the war. Stuff. My brother had his friend in college named Turner. Turner. Yeah, and he I was from that. like the deep south somewhere. I feel like the south is full of people with last names as first names. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like Turner is not a name you see too much up up here. No. But that kid, he was a sweet kid, nice dude. Yeah. When he would drink, my brother would be like, watch this. And he'd go, hey, hey Turner, how do you feel about uh, the Civil War? And he'd be like, you mean the war of northern aggression? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Be like, man, we didn't lose that thing. They just forced us to sign the paper. We didn't lose. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a different, my different state, world. My state is a state because they were on the good side of the Civil War. If that makes sense, West Virginia. Yeah, they they didn't want to be a part of Virginia. That's why because Virginia was a they part split. of the Virginia was a part of the Confederacy. West uh, yeah, Virginia yeah, was but the did Union. they split? Mm-hmm. But is that why they split? That's part of the reason. Yeah. Does West Virginia claim the Confederacy or no? <laughs> oh yeah, they do. No? That's crazy. The people, the people <laughs> that dude. I the last time I was home, this was years ago. I counted the amount of Confederate flags I saw on my. So I live like probably fifteen minutes from my high school. Uh, which is in, I guess, uh, sort of a busier area of the city. Like, I probably counted at least seven Confederate flags driving in, like, 15 minutes. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. And they fly them the <laughs> same... The the, it, First off, it, I, I guess I can't speak I'm not black, but, like, I can't speak as, like, a country person that I don't like seeing it. It pisses me off to see it. Yeah. And, like, 
for for these people to fly at the same height as the American flag is bananas to me. Oh, for sure. Because that's also the opponent of yeah. Like, <laughs> I always like. I mean, I see him up here. I see him on Long Island. Yeah, and uh, I've never in understood that upstate New York. You see him a lot, and that's like really mine but i'm like what the f- just go down there dude. yeah it's like you don't even need a passport you can yeah. just go there you're you cosplaying can, a southern yeah. person this would be like cheaper to live down there yeah probably yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just go there man prices up here are too expensive <laughs> but that's even crazier somehow to me in west virginia where the reason your state exists i'd say that's, that's definitely part of the reason it's not the main one but it's part of it it's not the main one no i don't remember uh, what the main one was but they definitely voted to secede from like Virginia, which was a part of the bad team. Yeah. Did you know any people in West Virginia who uh, were like inbred? No, I mean, not that I know of, but I'm sure that is a thing. Like, I mean, there's that documentary series about those inbred people from West Virginia. There's a family in Kentucky, I think, that is so inbred that their skin is like purple or like blue. This is a real thing. They're like blue. There's a guy in... Uh I remember my brother and I once we saw in like Ripley's Believe It or Not. Oh yeah, this guy who had blue skin. Yeah, and then we were at like a lake, at like Lake Sagandaga or something, and we just saw him at a festival, not like as an attraction. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so I was thinking, I it was like, was he doing autographs? Specify. <laughs> <laughs> just walking around, my brother was like, "Wait, that guy looks like he's blue." Oh, fuck, that's the fucking that's the blue guy. guy. That is the blue guy. <laughs> It's the blue man group. Really crazy how how blue his skin is. Really? It almost looks like paint. Yeah, it's really weird. He looked like he's a part of the drum crew, the blue man crew. Yeah, but he had hair. Oh, uh, yeah, you, you know? can't. That's a prereq. You got to be bald in the, in the BMC. Yeah, and he wasn't in like good shape or anything. He's just like a kind of regular fat guy. <laughs> just a regular fat guy who's just blue. <laughs> <laughs> looked, like, looked like a big version of Papa yeah. Smurf. Just a big guy. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. But yeah, fuck, I don't know. But West Virginia is uh it's too bad it's known for that. Anytime I've driven through West Virginia it's I've been beautiful. like it's really pretty here. The mountains yeah. are pretty awesome. I get two responses when I tell people I'm from West Virginia. People either go, uh or oh, country roads. That's it. Yeah. I, I, I guess get, uh. I would imagine. Dude, I we gotta imagine. Do, I can I can hook some up, man. We should do some shows down there. I'd fucking love to. No The they, shows I just did in uh Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Were I mean the guy that brought us me out there, Brandon Trusso. Yeah, he uh, me and the other two comics in the car. He kept being like, "This place, uh, don't worry about political jokes. This place is like right down the middle." <laughs> he kept saying that. I was like, "We drive around the town." I was like, it's "Just certainly doesn't feel like it." Yeah, it's you not know? right down the middle. Like we got to the hotel we were staying at, and uh, that one of the people that was staying there came up to Doug Urim, one of the other comics. And she goes, you saw your license plate said New Jersey. And he goes, yeah. And she goes, you're one of the comedians? And he goes, yeah. And she's like, what room are you staying in? Oh, my God. She, it was her and her husband asked him. So I didn't think it was a sexual thing. I think it was a violence thing. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think it's about It's like really that. threatening. So what room y'all staying in? She's like cleaning. But why? Gun. I mean, why would you ever ask someone that? I was thinking other like, than we're gonna have sex with you or yeah, we're gonna kill you. I was thinking that. Yeah, but it's two of them, and they were like old. Not not like you know geriatric, but they were old. <laughs> I will say this though: I a lot more people. I know that's not the South, but that is like a hearty, wholesome place in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. I do think Southern people are more inquisitive almost innocently than northeastern people 
Meaning what? Like they'll ask you certain things about your life and maybe that seems like you're trying to pry something out of me, but they just are just like curious. Yeah. Well, that's what I wanted to say was like about the the show. It's like Brandon was saying like, don't worry about politics. They're right there in the middle. And they really were not. Yeah. But they didn't care. Like you could make fun of them to their faces. That's great. About like how much I think that what they believe is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, we love it. Make fun of us. Dude, that's the best. It was so much fun. I, it was like the greatest time. And yeah. There's a uh, some people doing shows in my hometown uh, now, and they ask me to come back every time, and and I I don't want to do it. I I I don't like performing to those people. No offense, that's my hometown. Of the, course, I wouldn't want to go perform in my hometown. The last time I played in my hometown, which is the only time I ever played in my hometown was when I did this big theater venue and like it was sold out standing room only and I crushed and I was like okay now I've grown accustomed to this the only way I go back to my hometown is if I get to play the sold out theater and you know yeah and they fly me in (laughs) (laughs) that's I mean I don't know I still there's like a theater in my hometown and this kid that's he's a few years older than me he's a man I guess he um he did like a show there a couple months ago and he got a lot of people in the town to come out to this show stand up he's like more of like an improv guy okay he's a fun very funny dude he was a right he write wrote has written for tv shows oh wow and stuff and now it, but he's like a very performative big guy and is like really knows how to put on a show is his so name he, alex no 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 okay uh his name's benny Schechner. he's a very funny guy okay cool i'll look him up and he uh did the show in my hometown and he got the whole town to come out and I like was watching all the promotion and stuff for it, and I was like, man, I don't know if I'd fucking ever do that. Yeah. Even if it in like thirty years from now, I think it's, if like I think, the whole democrat, the whole makeup be, of the town was different, there will be a moment in time where you're like, let's do it. I think there I will know. be. I don't feel that way. I feel that way about my friends and family, or maybe you literally just... nobody else in my home. I'm not like I don't feel like a part of the community very much. So would you consider playing like a New York thing, uh, like a New York show would be like a hometown show, not a Long Island show? Like if you sold out like a bigger venue in New York City? Uh, Fuck yeah. Why not? It's where I live. Yeah. You know, I grew up 40 minutes from here. Yeah. Or if I just did Long Island, I'll claim Long Island. The whole. Know? Yeah, I'll be like, if I if I do a show on Long Island, I'll be like, this is my I'm hometown. Home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dude, not doing it in in my town. Fuck that. I'm the not promo. Doing that shit. The promo is just you, black and white. I'm coming home. <laughs> I'm coming home. Tell the world. <laughs> You're just like walking on the walking pensively on the shores of Long Island, like a Bruce Springsteen video. Hands and jacket. You're just like it's cold. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I know like the makeup of Long Island. I know the people. You know, I know what to expect. And when I see folks that remind me of those people, it made. I just smile. I'm like happy. They don't if you, like like really sunburnt Irish oh, people, yeah. like cops that live on the on the uh, on the South cops. Shore or it's something. All cops. Yeah, that stuff. Um, it makes me smile. Like ah, I fucking know. I know what that guy's about. Do they so play, like I'd being made fun of them. to their face? Could you do that to them or no? Not on Long Island. Yeah, I didn't figure. <laughs> no, I did that at the last time I was doing a show out there, and, it and they hated it. Fucking really did not go well. <laughs> 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 they just hated. They didn't like me from the start. Yeah. Right? And I was doing like 15, 20, I forget. I'm doing 15 tomorrow and... Wait, is tomorrow Thursday? 
Tuesday. Wednesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Tomorrow I'm doing 15 in Jersey City on Thursday. Nice. It should be fun. Everyone come out. Everyone come out. Everyone come here's out. Here's the thing. Long it's, Island come out to see Franklin Miller. In Jersey City. Here's the thing about the venue. It's a speakeasy. Yet they market it. It's unrelenting, the marketing. So it's not a speakeasy. It's a bar. But that's what a speakeasy is nowadays. Because spe- if alcohol is not illegal, then a speakeasy is just a bar with clever marketing or something. Well, or not marketing, like just it, it's like the aesthetic. Like, the, oh, you go behind the counter and into the stock room, and there's a bar. The ice cream place that's down the block from here, not Van Leeuwen, that's a speakeasy. You go into the storefront, I think you can even buy ice cream, and thus you say whatever password or what have you, you can't get into that back room. I would consider that a modern speakeasy. Now, this place that I'm going to is just like, we're a speakeasy, come on in. Like, I'll never get that. I'll never understand it. Yeah, I don't. Know. I I went to a, one of those places on the Lower East Side for my friend's birthday. Yeah, called Beauty in Essex. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of that place? Is that the place that's like upstairs of a Burger King or a? No, that's in like the West Village. Yeah, that place. That is place cool. I went there with uh, Dan Carney. Oh, okay. And ben Barrera once. Um, oh, that's a good crew. But uh, no, this one it's like a restaurant, and you so you go into the store, and it looks like a pawn shop, but it's really small. Yeah. It's like the size of this room. It's fucking like really small. And then you go up to the counter and the guy's like, uh, what do you want from the shop? And you're like, we're here for the diner. And he's like, oh, that's the password. And it's like, fuck, it's so stupid. And he lets you in. And then it's like really fancy looking and the food is really expensive and it all, it's so bad. It's like the worst, the worst meal I've ever had. Really? In New York. Yeah. I was so furious, but my friend was like, it's like you, you they like they'll it's do the shit experience. like a, it's like an Instagram thing, you know. Like they'll serve you, you order like the uh, breakfast pastry, yeah. Thing, and the and bottle girls will come out, but it comes on a fucking uh, carousel, like that you spin around to pick off the pastries, and the, they're like the size of uh, munchkins, oh. and they're all terrible. Like they just threw them in the microwave. It sucks, and then the whole dinner was like, or the brunch. You're like, like oh, t- let me get yeah. a, let me get Ridiculous. eggs, and they just hand you like eggs and like a conveyor belt, and you have to like <laughs> get them. Like one of one of the people at the table ordered a drink, and they brought the drink out. They brought a box that had smoke in it, and then they opened the box, and all the smoke came out. And then there were three bottles, and they just poured a little bit of each bottle into a glass, and that was. The drink. I hate this place. Yeah, it was the worst. <laughs> I hate this place genuinely. Uh, the the one speakeasy I'm. There's only one I'm curious about, and it's the one that's in the train station. Have you heard about this one? Like Jimmy oh. Fallon. Jimmy Fallon used to be frequented. Yeah, I've heard of that place. Yeah, that, that's I don't know. I'm, Track marks or something? <laughs> no, that's something else in the train <laughs> station. But I, uh, I, I that would be the only one I'd be curious about. Like Welcome going to the into. homeless guy's diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> that's you, the password. You somehow get in. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome to the. <laughs> The guy's spitting in a glass and and wiping down the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Homeless Jim's Asshole. Oh, my fuck. Oh, what is this? Whoa, this movie got hot fast. Yeah, Blake Lively. Oh, that's sex, who that is? Sex with Ben Affleck. My heart is a rock right now. Yeah, I'm starting to swell up. <laughs> that is Ben Affleck. This dude really can't make a movie where he's just like a bad guy. 
he's always had like he's, he, well, he's he, a fucking he, bank robber. He's, he's the reluctant. Piece of shit. He's the reluctant. The antihero. The reluctant in every movie though. I haven't seen the accountant. I would like to see the accountant. Well, in that movie is just autistic. That's the whole thing. He's bad just guy. a man with that <laughs> Charleston. Oh, Charlestown. Charlestown. I really I don't like him as an actor, usually. Have you ever seen his back tattoo? Do you know about his back tattoo? Yeah, I think you got it removed though, right? Like the big dragon? I love this trope in movies where a guy is like he's got some kind of issue that's stressing him out all the time so, so he, he works just out can't stop working out and having sex with blake In lively the streets of charlestown i'm in my i've been in a big spring sting kick lately i don't know if you could tell back into the boss yeah dude i love him i i although even though i'm in a place that's kind of a, he writes songs kind of about but when i'm back home in west virginia and it's just like that to me is springsteen to me really because everyone when works, he's singing about like like the parkways or whatever in jersey well he's <laughs> he sings about like people working hard at the mill a lot and true there isn't a mill but there is a like a bunch of plants does he have any songs about coal mines no nah, i think so but he, he's, definitely, he's definitely got songs about like military veterans and he's got songs about working hard and like having no money and like i'm like oh yeah i'm home <laughs> That's my stuff right there. All right. I feel like I'd have a fucking good time in West Virginia. You keep talking about it, man. I'm going to mess around and take you with me next time I go. All right. My parents are coming up here for the first time next month. Oh, I haven't really? seen them in over a year. Never been to New York before? They went in like 2006 when I was a kid, and we went to a Met game at Shea Stadium and stayed here like four days or something like that in New York, but in, in Midtown. Our hotel was in Midtown. Jesus Christ. I know, right? But uh, they were like, we're never coming back. Yeah, uh, I don't blame them. I'm I'm still trying to figure out logistics of everything, but uh, I'm excited. I'm gonna take they him can to stay. A st- they can stay at my place. Stay at my couch. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna take him to a steakhouse one night. I'm gonna the Mets aren't in town, so we can't go to a Met game. I don't know if I have a gig that's not like a bad venue. I'll take him to a show of mine. But other than that, I don't know what we're gonna do. We'll probably go to the park. I got like three days. It's yeah. gonna be Memorial Day weekend. I don't know. Central Park is a pretty good thing. What's it's a pretty what's good a, place to a, bring someone who's visiting? What's a good place to d- like? I can do it with my friends. Like my friends, oh, this bar is cool. We can go to this bar. Like my parents don't drink at all. Like I don't know what to do. I don't know. I mean, take them to a show, like a Broadway show. Oh my God, they're tourists. What do you want? They'd take them to Central Park. Take them to the fucking zoo. <laughs> yeah, take them to the yeah. fucking zoo. Go to Williamsburg. Walk them around. A different area, Chinatown. Take it to Chinatown. Oh no! Here's how you know my parents. You should definitely take them. Here's to how you know Chinatown. my parents are country. They go, well, we haven't been to 9/11 since they built the the the, the things. Because last time we were there is 2006. The things. The, I don't know what it was. The fountain. The, okay. She was. Last time I was there, it was just like wreckage. Like they were still uncovering wreckage, and five years after the fact, and. So this that's probably something that all Southerners want to do when they come to New York is check out the nine eleven memorial. Yeah, I mean that's if I didn't live here, I'd probably do that. Okay. No, that's not. What, I'm saying that's a, what you would do. <laughs> I know. I'm not shitting on them. <laughs> okay. Shitting on your dumb yokel family. <laughs> <laughs> no, fucking take them down there, show them around. There's a mall there now too in the. 
the train station. Oh, yeah. It looks like the one dude from Star Wars. Yeah, it seems General pretty, Grievous. Like, like uh, disrespectful, almost. The mall? Like, they do have the memorial and stuff. Oh, yeah, but it's also like, come a, to the Starbucks. Yeah, there's a fucking yeah. mall. You go to Auntie Anne's down there. Oh, my God. I would. I will put an Auntie Anne's out of business. I love pretzels. Auntie Anne's is great, dude. Yeah. Really great. Really uh, grosses me out how many... Like, I never thought, uh, oh, every time I've eaten a pretzel, I've never been like, I wish I had some cheese sauce to dip this in. <laughs> and then you go to Auntie Anne's and you're like, why wouldn't I do that? <laughs> it's a fucking no-brainer. I might order one regular pretzel, one order of the pretzel nugs with the icing. I got you with that. The lemonade, c- the cinnamon, too. The cinnamon sugar. Get a lemonade, too. Yes, dude. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh. No, I I get a, a bunch of the pretzel bites with a bunch of cheese sauce and then a big lemonade. I um, like to, I like savory over sweet. I don't do sweet. I do sweet. I do sweet in this house. I love enough. Auntie Anne's, bro. That was the only reason I would go to my mall in my hometown. Like especially during the pandemic, I had nothing to do. I'm just going to Auntie Anne's just to get pretzel. Yeah, that's awesome. It's the best. I went the mall near me. There's the Roosevelt Field Mall in, on Long Island. Mm-hmm. It's like a huge, huge mall, shopping mall. It's built on the Indian burial ground. No, it's built on the fucking the the airstrip that Charles Lindbergh took off from. That's sweet. When he flew to England, when he flew across the Atlantic yeah, for yeah. the first time, right? It's built on that, and then they just built a fuck huge mall over it, <laughs> which kind of sucks. <laughs> this tarmac. It was kind of cool. Hi- history like, was made. Yeah, it was kind of cool. It was like the original mall. They yeah. redid the whole thing, but the original mall, the food court, was a big oval circle, and on top of it was a blimp. Oh, that is cool. It like looked really cool, but it just got so like gross, and they didn't maintain it, so they had to like tear it down and rebuild it. Yeah. But I, every time I go there, I just is go... Is the Hindenburg caught on fire again? Yeah. <laughs> I literally just go over the fucking food court. Yeah. I don't care about buying anything there. When I was in college, my mentor told me, don't come back to West Virginia. What are you going to do? Work in the mall? And that that has stuck with me ever since. Because like, there, there really isn't anything to do in my hometown except go to the mall. And that's probably what I would have had to have done, was yeah. work at like a Pac Sun or something like that. Yeah. Not a lot of opportunity. Were you in a, those places? Were you a quote unquote mall rat in high no, school? No, no, no. The mall was not that close to yeah. my town. It's probably like a half hour drive. Uh, we just fucking go sit around. What? You know, what? We go sit. There was like a dock in my town, like a the the town dock, as it was called, was just a huge parking lot on the water. So, did you pe- ever have had any kids in high school drown? Drown. I feel like that would be a thing for Long Island High School's kids no, drowning. There was a kid who got hit by a train. That's sad. Yeah. And then another kid who got, he wasn't even in my high school. He was young, like in elementary school. He got uh, caught in the engine of a boat. Jesus. Yeah. It's a lot of boating that goes on. Yeah, I imagine a lot of drinking and boating and accidents. Very dangerous. Yeah, I don't mess with the water, bro. For real. Really? No, I do not mess that. with the water. I love it. I love it. I don't like being so far away from shore that you can't see the land. Mm-mm. It doesn't like terrify me. I, I would do it for the adventure, but it's not. I don't get on boats. Really? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. One, I get seasick, but two. How do you do with altitude? What's the elevation of the town you grew up in? Let's look it up. I actually live in a valley, so it's not as uh, like, uh, I live in the valley of the mountain, so it's not as crazy as people think. 
When I got to Warren, Pennsylvania on Saturday. You were like seasick? I got altitude. I was like, I felt it affecting me. Really? I like felt like nauseous. Yeah. Out of breath and stuff? Definitely. Definitely. And then I, I was drinking that night. Oh, that's bad combo. And, and you I can't got, drink when they have altitude. I got really fucked up very quickly. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have I didn't have altitude sickness. I would have been in the fucking hospital if I had altitude sickness. But I was just like feeling it. Every time I've been to Colorado, I like really feel it. The oh, first yeah. uh, the first day I spend there. Here we go, Parkersburg, West Virginia. Altitude. Where is the altitude? Only twenty nine thousand people there. Well, in the metro, there's ninety two thousand. So I guess that's the because I grew up in the metro. I didn't grow up like in the city limits. That's that, the elevation is ninety two thousand. No, that's the amount of people. I'm trying to find the elevation. Oh, I don't give a shit about the amount of people. Where do I find the? Oh, Paul, this is weak. I'm embarrassed to say it. That's a big town. I don't even think my town's that big. Ninety two thousand people. That's in the metro, but oh. I'm embarrassed to say. What? Also, our nickname is the Marble Capital of the World. Never heard no that one. No fucking way. Savings bond capital of America. That it has some truth to it because we do have like two financial, in, like the federal, like the Federal Bureau, Treasury Department or whatever has branches there. But all right, guess what the elevation is? Pretty boring claim to fame. It is. Not gonna lie. What do you think it is? Ele- the elevation. The elevation. Yeah, it's not that high. Like, I'll say... Like, like, New York City... Well, New York City's not higher because we're basically our sea level. Oh, it's, like, close to the, New York, though? Let me see what New York... I'm gonna, I'll am i say, like, 2,000 feet. Uh-uh. Like 614. 800? Oh, jeez. I know! I told, you I, grew, I told you I grew up in a valley. Yeah, I, I, fucking okay. But you're still, like, inland quite a bit. I figured you'd be up somewhat. I'm right on the bank of the Ohio River, for what it's worth. That's cool. Anyone ever drown in the river? No one drowned in the river... Yeah, they did. Yeah, after I graduated, so there's this l- river called the Little Kanawha, and it connects into the Ohio. And this guy was trying to show drinking, trying to show off to the girls. Uh, reports say he swam to, and it's not that wide. the The mouth of the Little Kanawha that leads into the Ohio, it's not that wide. Yeah, and I think it was cold, dark, and he tried to swim to one side of it, and he tried to swim back, and he drowned. I like to think that he made it to the side, and then on his way back, he drowned. I like to think that he at least made it halfway. That's a nice thought. Yeah. I guess only makes you feel better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not for anyone else. No. Very traumatic <laughs> for those girls that lived to tell oh, the tale. certainly. It's interesting. We how had a lot of kids die in my school. There were a couple kids that died in... I'm not sure in my... Yeah, no, no one in my school while yeah. I was in school, but in the community... And kids that went to like other schools that we would be around, yeah, like, that we would go to parties with and stuff. Those kids died. Yeah, suicides. And yeah, had one of my pals ODs and stuff gone. It's tough. It's tough. I uh, two kids car accidents. Not the same one. Uh, one person had a heart condition, which was kind of sad. Uh, I didn't know him though. I think there was one other one but yeah my school had a, a, a weird large rather large amount of deaths That's while i was tough. there also my principal i left middle school my principal died the next year i left high school my principal died the next year damn dude weird don't move out of new york or fucking dave Chappelle's gonna die i don't, <laughs> I don't know who's the principal of comedy <laughs> well my college prof- president or whatever i shook his hand when i graduated and he uh he's still living and he was older than both those guys so 
Right. Maybe they're just unhealthy. Yeah. Just breathing in the Well, fumes. no, one guy had brain cancer. <laughs> Sorry about that. And then the other guy, the other guy uh, was shoveling snow and his heart exploded. And he died. Damn, dude. That just shoveling snow? So yeah. Was he just like on, like really high cholesterol or something? Had to have been. Had to have been. It's crazy a- when you hear some people, people hear happens, like, this guy died of a heart attack. Oh, it's terrible. And then uh, what happened to that guy? Oh, his heart. Oh, he had a heart attack? No, his heart exploded. Yeah. When that happens, like that must be the craziest fucking feeling. <laughs> Your heart exploded? <laughs> sounds like it sounds like something that doesn't happen. <laughs> it's like a fake problem. What happened to that guy? Classic case of heart explosion. Uh, you know, ate one too many chicken wings, his heart <laughs> exploded. <laughs> That's crazy. I remember when I was in elementary school, heart exploded. we had to read this book uh, called Searchlight, mm-hmm. and it was about a dog, a uh, dog who was like a sled about dog. a dog? <laughs> That's a good yeah. dog. It's about a sled dog in like Alaska, yeah. and this kid uh, befriends the sled dog, mm-hmm. and they like go through these uh, trials together, and they they bond really closely. What's this book called? Searchlight, okay. I'm pretty sure. The dog's name, at least, was Searchlight. Oh, I'm thinking of the, of the Iditarod. Iditarod. That's the famous race in Alaska with the sled dogs. Well, that's the end of the book is this kid has always wanted to do this race. Yeah. And so he races with the dog. He like get, They somehow qualify for the race, and he races with the dog. And then when they're like 10 feet from the finish line, Searchlight's heart explodes. <laughs> I remember that from the book. And then, he, and then all the other sleds stop, stop, and they let him pick up the dog and carry it across the finish line, and it ended. And we read that when we were in fourth grade. This is a fake story? It's a novel, yeah. We read that when we were in fourth grade, and everyone is crying in the yeah, class. Bro. Everyone's like scream crying. And the teacher's like, well, that's what happens. That's I. We understand. This is hard uh, to understand and hard to grapple with, but... This is how life works, and yada yada. And then, like, a, I guess a month later, a bunch of parents complained, and the teacher had to like issue an apology to the class about it. Yeah, this and is to how... this day, I'm still like, hey, hey, fuck you. I'm yeah, gonna, someone's gonna die in my life. I don't need to read the, this book in school. Or not only that, we are never gonna be in a situation where we're in the Iditarod and my lead dog's heart explodes. <laughs> you said this is what happens in real life. No, it's it isn't. A crazy story. <laughs> my trusty dog. His heart exploded. Such a violent explosion. Like the description in the book is like he exploded like out of her chest. What the chest? Like like that like an alien when the alien pops out of the guy's chest. It's like it's like the image I had in my head. What like like, Looney Tune? Like this is like when a cartoon character like falls in love with somebody and they go like a wooga like their heart like goes like a wooga a wooga like (laughs) that's what that is like. Yeah, (laughs) you see the outline of their heart. That was one of the most traumatic fucking uh, deaths in my life. Was this was this sled dog? It really was because I like my grandfather died earlier this year, but he was like in his nineties. Right when he died, I wasn't. I was of course I was sad and I missed him, but I was like prepared for that. Yes, yes. And I remember th- I remember being at the funeral and thinking like this is very sad, but everyone's handling this well. And honestly, I was way more sad when Searchlight died. <laughs> Searchlight's <laughs> heart exploded. <laughs> At least my grandfather didn't hit, have his heart explode. Heart exploding out of his chest like a water balloon. I'm going to Google what could make your heart explode. 
Uh, probably a lot of cocaine. Probably OD wouldn't, you just, wouldn't you have a heart attack? <laughs> heart exploding. Can it actually happen? <laughs> That's this article. <laughs> just in some Ripley's Believe It or Not stuff. Uh, myocardial rupture. Heart rupture is life-threatening. But uncommon. Of course, it's life threatening. <laughs> what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Your heart explodes. You know, googling you might... this. I have some pain in my chest. Might it, might my heart have exploded? <laughs> is this life threatening? Dude, I I keep getting on the phone and looking stuff. Anytime I have a minor ailment, I can't not be on the phone. It may happen one day in three weeks following a heart attack, and cause a rupture of the heart's muscles, walls, or valves. That's crazy. A hard direct blow to the heart could cause it to rupture. Yeah, or getting shot in the chest. It's crazy. There's a kid, uh, I didn't go to my school, but he went to some school on Long Island, I think. And he was playing lacrosse, <gasps> and he got a lacrosse ball thrown at him, and he missed it, and it hit him right in the chest, and his heart just stopped. He died? Yeah, he died on the field. I think his family started some charity where like, they made sure that every school had like an AED heart thing on on the field, site yeah. at all times. Isn't that crazy? Your heart could just stop. You well, get hit in the right the wrong spot, right spot, wrong when spot. I, when just, I was playing baseball as a kid, I was here this I have always been this kid. And this, I the, you okay? Yeah, I'm just burping. Uh, the way I am now and like maybe the extra precautions I take or what have you I've always been this way. So playing youth baseball from the time when kids were allowed to pitch until I was in high school when I stopped, like if I if I was a pitcher, not in the infield, if I was pitching, I would wear this heart guard thing yeah. under my jersey. So if a ball came back and hit me, it would it would hit the heart guard and not kill me. Wow. So I've always been like the You always were on that on that grind. On that cautious side of things i played football bro i wore i wore leg pads that made me look like a running back <laughs> which looking back on it probably did not help my kicking ability because my legs yeah. are just padded up i uh i always wanted to play when i was really young i wanted to play tackle football I was yeah really excited to be able to play tackle football and my mom let me play uh like flag football yeah that's a good start when i was younger like too young to do like peewee tackle I was like, all right. And I played that for a while. And everyone was like so mean, like so competitive and mean. And I remember being like, I just want to fuck play football with my friends. What the yeah. F- what is going throw on? The I, ball don't, and like- I, I don't even give a shit about who wins. I just want to like make some good plays or whatever. Yeah. And I like, hated it. And I was like, I guess maybe when I can tackle people, they'll be able to get that aggression out. And then my mom was like, you're never doing that. You're never really? doing that. It's going to ruin your brain. Yeah. Smart mom. But I mean, going back to heart explosion, that Damar Hamlin guy. His heart didn't explode, but he died on the field. He got hit right in the chest. He's alive, though, right? Yeah, and guess what? Today, just announced, cleared to play. Gee, I don't know. Would I you, don't know. Would you play if you got hit in the chest and died on field? I don't know. I think I might parlay that into some other money in commercials <laughs> or something. I like that. That, uh, you know, that situation. You could really, like, make a make a name for yourself as, like, a... The Dude, spokesperson for some kind of heart medication or exactly. a heart guard or that's what I would do if I were him. You could retire now and be known as a as a not only Bills legend but NFL legend, the guy who died on the field and lived to tell the tale. You don't have to get back out there. 
I know these athletes are so wired this way that they he's gonna want to do it. I feel like. Yeah, and also, I mean, he goes back out on that field. And he's the reception he gets is gonna be fucking bananas. I guess I would check in. I would check in. Give me something light, something easy, like uh, one of those plays. When yeah, like NFL football. What? Just being on the field in general. You're, yeah. You're at, a, at risk of, I mean, even if you're perfectly healthy, you're at risk of, you know, oh, yeah, horrific it. injury at any But moment. I'm just saying, like, get me out there one play, don't even run it over to my side, and then I'm out. It's like, let me just say I did it. Yeah, and then I guess... But that's, I mean, what do they? They're they're trying to win a Super Bowl. This is true. They can't just have the guy going out there, the uh, the retarded kid, you know, making half yeah. court shots or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they gotta, I don't get to live. I'm not living their win. dream. Yeah. I didn't come here on a car made of chocolate. As, uh, <laughs> but who says David that? Tell. What, yeah, David, David Tell. Tell. That's my one of my favorite David Tell jokes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. If I were him, I wouldn't play anymore. Yeah. I would just Did be we watch a, that a here? local hero. Did we watch that here? I didn't watch it here. Watching football here is a vibe. This is a good football house. The fellas do like to like to party here. I wish I could fucking get into it. I really just can't. I can get into it around people that know less. It's fun to... I know literally nothing It's about fun football. to sit here with you and make comments about the game. That's always fun. That is fun. It's fun to watch Bowman get worked up because that guy gets worked up. He gets worked up. Matt Bowman is bothered. That Bowman is hot. <laughs> I I took yeah. him to my college's alumni bar, and we my my school played in this rivalry game against Virginia Tech, and he, dude, we're five minutes into the football game, they throw a flag on West Virginia, and Bowman is like yelling in the alumni bar, "What are we doing? Like you have no stake in this." He didn't even gamble on it, <laughs> and he was just like, "Figure it out." That's so funny. I love that guy, man. Yeah, he really sports really brings something out of him. He texted me the other day. He goes, uh, dude, NBA playoffs, you know what that means. Let's get a booth and let's get some beers. Because like a year ago, we were walking home from the pair and we just stumbled into a random bar and we're like, eh, let's just sit here for a minute and watch some ball. And we got a booth that got some beers and it was awesome. So we're going to run that back. That's fun. You can come with us, JT. Yeah, I'll just get shit-faced and <laughs> just ruin it for everyone. <laughs> just, <laughs> just make it about me. <laughs> I don't even like sports. I like the theater. <laughs> dude, the... This lady is so hot. Dude. Yeah, I don't know who this is, but I'm a fan of her. Ben Affleck's girlfriend in the town. What happened to the what's-her-name? Blake, Blake Lively. Lively. I don't know. He's just cheating on these women. That's oh. all right. Uh, He's a piece of garbage. Were you ever a, oh, yeah, go sports ball? Were you ever, like, an ironic sports watcher? Like, one of those annoying people? And I, no. Like, the people who say the things ironically, like, mm, what should we cheer for? Oh, is that bad? Like, were you one of those uh, guys? I mean, maybe, like, if I went to a baseball game with my friends. Yeah. And, uh, like, they were, like, getting into it. And I'd be drinking. I would just say dumb shit to piss them off. That's funny. Yeah, just fuck. But also, I remember one time I went to a Mets game at City Field with my buddies, mm-hmm. and we were we were really drinking, getting really fucked up. Hell yeah! And uh, just we were on a we were in like left field, I think. And yeah. We were, whoever was in left field, regardless of the team, we were just chirping them. Like fucking Curtis Granderson was my favorite baseball player. Oh I yeah, love Curtis Granderson, the Grandy Man. And uh, fucking he he come out in left field and just be screaming at him. <laughs> 
Yes. Kurt, I bet you pay for Tinder, you slimy fuck. <laughs> Shit like that. Just I, screaming at and and <laughs> I was just trying to get like the people around. The people around me were all around my age and like just dudes. You wanted to get them riled up. I wanted to get I wanted to make them laugh. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing. That's all anywhere I am, that's all I wanted. Yeah. I just want to make people laugh. And so I was just trying to get them and I got them a couple times. I was like I never really was into like Fortnite, but I was like saying Fortnite Thanks, stuff. Yeah. At who at the left fielders. And the guys would start laughing at that. I was like, all right, I got him. I uh I was in Pittsburgh watching a game when I used to work for the radio for the team. Uh and I was in left field and Christian Yelich, who's a player for the Brewers, was in left field and he looks like Pete Davidson. For the longest time everyone was like him and Pete Davidson are the same guy. And so I just kept yelling Pete Pete Davidson, something something, how's whoever he's how's Ariana, Pete, da 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 stuff like that. You know, no one really got it, but it was a for me. Sometimes jokes are for you, you know. Yeah, sure. I hate the I mean, I guess it's good because kids can enjoy the game too now, but I hate how you, you just get kicked out of most if MLB curse, stadiums pretty quickly. You can't curse at all, like, to them. You can't curse at the players. Not, yeah, not, like, too loud. That's, like, the – but, like, under my breath, you got to be shitting me, like, to yeah. definitely do that. It's fucking crazy that you get kicked out for that, though. Unless if you're, like, fighting someone and, you you know, you each get a couple punches in, all right, then kick them out, whatever. Yeah. Just screaming at the play. That's just part of the fun. Well, the worst thing is, is they put an anonymous tip line up there, so you can just text anything and be like, "Person next to me said some stuff I didn't agree with. Get them out of here." And they could just do that. That's so lame. That's so fucking lame. If you have an issue, like you could find a security guard and be like, "Hey, this guy." But the texting from the seat. Yeah, that's so, that's so lame. Some narc shit. This person next to me has a pussy footing around they city have a field. Gun next. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, I like going to City Field a lot. It's a lot of fun, dude. We need to go. It's I can really get t- I can get some cheap tickets, bro. So can I. Game time. Yeah. Maybe it's game time. Yeah, it's great, dude. You can buy tickets for like five bucks and yeah. then just like move down. It was that there's my was country. In, my country accent came out right there. I think yeah, I heard that. <laughs> move down. Move down. Just move down. My my friends and I. These were like some of the best days of my life. I think we would do this. We would. They all involve involve drinking. I know. But it was just <laughs> hanging out with my friends in high school and drinking or it was so yeah, much fun. Yeah. Like in all reality, the best days the best moments in my life are all like probably doing stand up. Yeah, oh yeah. You know. But uh I remember we used to do this all the time. We would get tickets on game time. Yes. Like dirt cheap tickets. And then we would go to uh like City Field is the train stop was Metz Willits Point. Right. And so you get on the train at my house, which is the last stop. And it takes 30 minutes to get there. But the stop before that is Flushing Main Street. So we'd go like four hours early, go to Flushing, uh, buy a bottle of vodka, drink the whole thing, and then go get like soup dumplings and shit because it's like a like a Korean neighborhood. Yeah. Or a Chinese-Korean neighborhood. Very diverse area. Yeah, but it's like very like Asian. Yeah. You know? So you get all these like really cheap, delicious Asian foods. And get shit-faced really cheap and then get on the train and go one stop and go to the game. <laughs> and just be like, just be so hammered. And oh having a great God. time. At like beautiful afternoon. Uh-huh. On your, oh, and then get on the train and go home and just pass out. It was yeah. like, so much fucking fun. That, that is a go-to move to go to a matinee baseball game at one o'clock and then go be home by like four and just pass out. Yeah. Well, sometimes we do the opposite. We go to a the night like, game. We go to a 1 p.m. game. And then get on the train and go to Flushing after and like party in Flushing oh, and then go man. home. 
I'm not built like that anymore. I treat my body like I'm actually playing in the game. Game's (laughs) over. Game's over. All right, let's rehab. Let's let's get let's get the ice going. That's how I treat my body now. They got some good food in uh, City Field too, but it's like really expensive. They have a new sandwich this year. A new sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's in there? It's a. It's got donut as the bread. I'm, I'm out. And I think <laughs> out, I think dude. it's a chicken. I think it's a chicken sandwich with donut as the bread. I don't like shit like that. That's way, novelty food. That's ballpark way, food. It's way too much. Yeah, ballpark your, food is fucking hot dog. Nachos, hot dogs, hot dog, or uh, what they have in City Field. They have the uh, they have like sausage and peppers in a uh-huh. in like a hot dog bun. It's fucking. They have some so weird good. little. Ice but you cream get one thing. of those and it's like it's like twelve yeah. fourteen dollars. They have some like ice cream thing that looks so good, but they. It's not non-dairy, and I can never get it. Is it the ice cream they put in the the hat? It's not the one that they put in the apple. They have one that they put in an apple, but it's got like, looks like some big like honeycomb-looking thing, but it's not that. Yeah. But they also have a Shake Shack. Oh, they have a Shake Shack in in uh, left field. I think they got a Chick Fil A out there too. But what is your ballpark snack? I'm not talking. I'm not talking hot dog. It can't pre- be beer and a hot dog. It can't be beer and a dog. Which is good. That kind of is my thing, though. A Go-to beer, snack. A I beer don't... in a ball game is Great, classic, dude. man. So good. So good. A Yingling or a Ying or a Leinenkugel summer shandy in a ball game. Come on. Yeah, you know what the, they they have like a. I feel like they shouldn't be doing this, but they in, sell Corona on draft there, which is good. That's nice. cool. In City Field, they have like a they have like a whiskey bar, like a Jack Daniels bar. Oh or yeah, I've been to the Jim Beam bar, and they have like a Grey Goose bar too. Yeah, which I feel like they really just should not be doing. <laughs> like, if you want people to like not lose their shit, yeah. you shouldn't be s- serving like exclusively liquor at some of these locations. They uh, probably shouldn't have liquor at all. They the, with the baseball just like beer, just changing like the rules, beers. and the games are now like an hour shorter than what they used to be games are over in like two hours 15 20 minutes really? now yeah uh which i think is great but now they're not cutting off like alcohol sales because major league uh, teams are losing millions of dollars and so that's better i guess yeah i mean i kind of like just, going and just sitting well, well, there i mean for dude everyone hours. on long island already has a dui anyway so these guys going to the met game it's not a big issue they've been yeah. through they've already blown in the thing I love that going to City Field and just seeing all of Long Island. It's Queens all there. Come out. It's yeah. just really feel. I feel the pride. <laughs> I, I I love. I'm a I'm a Met guy through and through, man. But uh, there was something I was gonna tell you about City Field. Oh, you didn't tell me your snack. Honestly, other than a hot dog and a beer, I don't really eat anything else. I'll have like sausage and peppers at City Field. You don't like sunflower seeds. Not, a, not at the game. Okay. I don't eat peanuts, I guess. But I don't, I don't want to eat anything that's like too salty like that because I usually get dehydrated. Mine, Cracker Jack. Cracker Jack? I'll Ugh. crush a Cracker Jack, Disgusting. bro. I, hate I will that shit. knock out a Cracker Jack. I can't eat shit. I like sweet stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't. Kettle corn ma- literally makes me nauseous. Really? I don't know what it is. It makes me sick to my stomach. We'll have to go to a game soon. I didn't know you were so into it. I tell you what's a vibe, man. And even if you don't go to the concert, the Dead and Company tailgates out there at City Field are awesome. I bet. The only one of those I ever went to was a <laughs> a uh, Dave Matthews band. At, yeah, same corporation, at different division. Saratoga Spring. Yeah, the Performing Arts Center. Yeah, my f- brother and friends and I camped. The night, like we we went to the concert, we set up our tent, 
drank for an hour, and then we had to get on a bus, go to the show. Starts raining. Or at the show, I'm like black, blacked out. Yeah. I'm so drunk, and I'm like, I don't, I've never even listened to this band. <laughs> Do not care what's going on here. He's like, yeah. and you're just like, whatever. So drunk, starts raining. And so we're like, let's get out of here. And then the only song we wanted to hear was All Along the Watchtower because they do like a cool version oh, yeah? of that song. They play it? They did it in the encore and we left before the encore because oh. it, it was lit, it was like a hurricane. It was raining oh, like, yeah, like the worst it had rained up there in like 10 years, like crazy thunder and lightning. And we went back to the tailgate, the campground, I guess, and we were just tr- in the tent sipping beers, trying to like stay warm. <laughs> so cold. And then it stopped raining after a few hours. And you're like, let's go home. And we just started walking around, and it's, it was just like a nightmare. It was like the worst shit ever. That sounds horrible. Yeah. Uh, last year, it was me, Chris Barnes, Bo Blue, Jack Flanagan. There, there's a bunch of comics that like the dead. Rinaldi, big dead guy. But yeah, man, it's a vibe. That'd be fun. Fun to have, go out there and just hang out with some comics. That's That's... That's what I do. do I go to Dead Coat shows with the with all these with all the comics. James Donlin, it's another one. Oh, I love James Donlin. Do you? Love James Donlin. Oh man, he's a huge deadhead. We talk uh, that doesn't does surprise me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a sweetheart. Last he's a really year, funny guy too. So he didn't go he didn't go to night one. I went to night one and two. And so night two, he didn't have anyone to hang out with. So it was just me. It was just me and and Michael Miller too. He used he's a big dead guy if you remember, if you I remember. Don't the, I don't know who the fuck that is. But um, but yeah, that's a good so it was me, time. Chris Barnes, James Donald. And what do you do? You go out there, you just have some beers. Well, yeah, drop I mean, acid. I'm not a drugs guy, so like I just I really love the music aspect of it. Sure. So that's my thing, and also the positive attitude and the vibe. But you know, it's like it's called Shakedown Street, where everybody sells like the tie dye shirts. Oh, dude. It's ironic. Everybody sells like the tie dye shirts, and everybody sells grilled cheese, and everybody's selling whippets. That's the number one most played songs at Dead and Company uh, tailgates is the popping of whippets. But uh, uh, let me let me look, look at this. Look at this. What you're wearing right now? Pick this up oh. after last year's night two concert. Nice, dude. I didn't have a dead shirt with just the steel. This, this skull guy Steely didn't have one with just him <laughs> on it. And so I bought it for like, the woman said twenty bucks. I was like, I give you ten, and she was like, okay. <laughs> you can haggle with these people. Yeah, of course. That's uh, you know, you're at the the gathering of the juggalos. Dude, I every now and again I get a hankering, and I love watching gathering of the uh, juggalos uh, documentaries. Oh they're yeah, awesome. they're they're great. They love, are that's a great slice of culture. Yes, truly. What they're what they're up to out there. They have fun. Them boys have fun. That shit make me happy. <laughs> that shit make me happy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'd like to do something like that one day again. I really, uh, I, I don't like concerts. Mm-hmm. I have a pretty bad time at them. I could do like a festival where I can just sit on a lawn chair and drink. Dude, come to Dead and Company. But uh, I'd leave before the show. I come. don't really care about the show. Come to Dead and Company. Doesn't uh, the sa- it doesn't do the same thing at, for me at a ball game for some reason. Like I can just really enjoy that the crowd aspect and if it's a if it's a cool stadium. Yes, I love that. Love going to different stadiums I haven't been to before. I've never been to Yankee Stadium. 
I've never actually haven't been to the new one. Oh, you went to the old one. I went to the old one a, wow. a bunch of times. Never been to the new one. Today, the Yankees tweeted celebrating a hundred years of Yankee baseball, and they tweeted as if they were playing in the same stadium. There, it's not the same stadium. It's across the street. Yeah, I. Don't, I um. You've been playing in this one since like '09. I like, uh, you know, my impression of it is tainted because I went there when I was a kid a bunch of times, and I was like amazed by it. And the history of it was always really special. That's the cool thing. The old Yankee Stadium. I thought it was awesome there. I really loved it. And then a lot of people will say, like, yeah, it was gross. It's a good thing that they rebuilt it. It's a piece of shit. But I was like, I don't know. Just, it's fucking, yeah, Babe Ruth played there. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Oh, Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle, all those guys. Yeah. You don't even have to be a Yankee fan. You just have to be an appreciator of history, really. Yeah. My brother... My my dad got this somehow, like, hooked my brother up with this. When my brother was, like, 11, mm-hmm. he got to go in the dugout and take oh, a picture wow. of A-Rod, Derek Jeter, oh, Joe wow. Torre. It's really cool. Fucking uh, Jorge Posada. That's a name. Too, Jorge Posada. That, that Yankees team, I'll remember, I will never forget those guys. I used, my brother used to watch them all the time. My favorite Yankee of all time, and I'm biased, is Nick Swisher. Yeah, he had a Nick home Swisher's run in the cool. World Series, like 2009 World Series or whatever. He's from my hometown. Oh, really? Yeah, that's cool. So we have like two pro athletes from my hometown. Him and his dad was a big leaguer, and that's it. That's, that's cool. it. I saw Mark Teixeira in an airport once. Big Tex. Big motherfucker. Yeah. Not like the tallest guy, but he's but really, he's really yeah, built, stout. Same thing with. Uh, I mean, this guy's fucking canceled now. But I, I went to a Dodgers game once, and I sat. With Kurt Schilling, no, I sat right on the like by the dugout, or I sat right by like the like the on deck circle. Yeah, and I watched Yasiel Puig just like take some swings. He's canceled. Like, yeah, that guy's. I think he like beat the shit out of his girlfriend oh. or something. He's like crazy. Yeah, we're out on that. But he was like, he's like one of the biggest dudes like, really? I've ever been near. He was like a fuck. He looked like a genetically modified cow, just like <laughs> the way that muscles. <laughs> Poked through his, his jersey. Body, yeah. I was like, this, this guy is like a different kind of person. If you could be anything other than a pro comic, what would that be? Other than a professional comedian? Yeah. Like if, you're, if, you're, if your dream job was Outside of the entertainment industry? It could be entertainment. A writer. Really? Yeah. For a TV show or just like a book guy? Both. Really? Yeah. My boy having multiple like streams shit. of revenue. Or like, I don't know, an astronaut. Pro skateboarder. <laughs> I'd you know what this is like an, a dream of mine that I'm not even pursuing really. But if I could parlay my my, my future success into this, I yeah. would 100 do it. Uh, I want to be like the what Joe Rogan is to UFC. I want to be that for like Street League. Oh, you like skateboarding that much? I'm crazy about skateboarding. I also I just know a lot about it. Yeah, I know a lot. I can like identify what a guy is doing. The moves of the board flipping. Yeah, I can. T- I can say like the name of the trick. Wow. If he's doing like a sequence of them. I can name all of them. Because I just I'm not even that good at skating. I just know from watching YouTube videos of skateboarders for like 15 years. years I just have all that. I was like, if I, if I could be the commentator for one of those. You fucking go down to Brazil, comment on, or to color be the color commentary the for X Street Games. League. They still do that. Fucking love it. The X Games, yeah. And the then X skateboarding. Games. I think street skateboarding is in the Olympics now too. X Games were such a childhood core memory for me. Just I, I that's when I knew I was in the middle of summer. 
in the middle of my summer break is when I'd see Sal Masekela and Bob Bernquist and Travis Pastrana and all these guys do their things on ESPN. And then I'd get a hankering to ride my little element board in my <laughs> driveway. And, and that would be the extent of my skateboarding. But I, 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 I'm fascinated by those guys. Those guys that have the willingness to just eat pavement all day, every day, and keep yeah. getting up. Because comics are very... Uh they really like to stroke themselves and say like, yeah, I just, I love doing this so much. Why else would I do it? Cause I'm not out here making any money or yeah. whatever. Skateboarders so make zero Skateboarders money. make no fucking money and they're putting their bodies on the line. Yeah. Like really they're making negative themselves. money from all the hospital visits. Yeah. They'll just, they're just going, they find a staircase in some <laughs> shitty neighborhood and they just throw their bodies off of it until they land on the board and then they go to the hospital. <laughs> And they make fucking no money. No money. Sometimes someone will mail them some shoes and be like, where are these in your next video? It's about it. <laughs> but that's that's how much they love that. And the big what yo, I, got a, I got a sponsor. Yeah. I always I always really admired that. Just like lo- loving something that much. Yeah. It's very cool. I If I could have any other job, it'd be big league center fielder. But I wanted to talk about skateboarding more because that's so much cooler. Big league center fielder? Bay, big league. Major league baseball center fielder in the big leagues. That's cool. Gliding around center field, dive. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's all I would really – I did, honestly never even cared about hitting. When no, I, I just baseball, want to catch the I ball. just wanted to make crazy catches. Yeah. I want to catch balls like over the wall yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that's the fun part. That's the, Those are the coolest things. When you watch like uh, like top 10 on ESPN, mm-hmm. like top 10 plays of the week or whatever, those are always the coolest ones, the, the crazy catches. Absolutely. I always pride myself in my defensive ability. Still do. I wish I could. Sometimes I think about playing in a softball league. This uh, this weekend I went for a walk in the park and just watched an adult softball league for a little bit, just to see what the competition was like in this in the city. <laughs> just to scout them out. Watch bun- with the eye of the fucking tiger. A bunch of <laughs> a bunch of tryhards. A bunch of a bunch of guys in cleats, and I'm not really down for that. Yeah, I'm not trying to. Do that. I don't wear no cleats, bro. We gotta we gotta get the the fellows together and just go play football in the park i'm down that would be so fucking fun did you come when we did that the last time i did it on in the like around fourth of july i don't think it was fourth of july i think it was like literally right before it yeah or was it fourth of july i'm talking i think the last time i did it twice i'm talking about a time in the fall no no me and arden were uh me and arden had taken some mushrooms Oh wow! And we went out with Eli and Ryan, and I think Graham showed up at some point. Oh yeah, he Graham did tell me about that. And uh, we it was so fucking fun. Oh. We, we, Eli had fucked up his shoulder not that long ago, so he couldn't. Throw. I remember that he he was uh, snowboarding or something. Yeah, so when he would throw the ball, it would be like a really weird, unnatural motion, and me and Arden were like like pissing ourselves <laughs> laughing at him. <laughs> that was a good time. Before we talk about what you did this weekend, I would like to talk a little bit more about skateboarding. Were you a big Rob Deerdeck fan? Um, because he's the street league guru. Like yeah. he helped make it. I mean, I'm a fan of street league because it's just skateboarding. It's right. just like organized street skating into a competition. And part of what I love about street skating is it's like a sport that you you're playing against yourself. Yes. You know, and so that's just like an interesting way to do it, where they're like, it's actually you're competing against other skateboarders. Mm-hmm. And usually, it's just cool. You just watch like an edit of a guy going around LA finding spots and and getting Always. around them creatively, which is awesome. But then Street League is like going around LA with a fisheye lens. It's always yeah, yeah. a fisheye lens. You see the guys in the Street League. It's like you have 
you know, two or three chances to do some insane maneuver right over this this staircase or this other kind of skate park feature. Watching Nigel Houston do a laser flip over yeah. the rail. It's really sick. And I I like um Oh, he was also a construction worker in Goodwill Hunting. Is this just what happened to him? <laughs> <laughs> he just stayed became a bag robber. Anyway, uh I like Rob Deere that created uh, Street League, and he, I liked ridiculousness and Robin Big and stuff. I love Robin Big. He was just like an interesting guy. He's he's very very detailed. I'll tell you that much. But Robin Big, that all time, I, I have it on DVD at my house on the box set. It's, really, I love that show. That show to me is what life was like in LA in the mid two thousands when you were a celebrity before social media, and it was just fun. And I will watch Robin Big it, once a year. I'll watch it through entirely again. And I will listen to like the DVD commentary. It's so funny, man. It's so funny, those guys. Uh, I watched a little bit of Fantasy Factory, but after, I think when I was in like mid-high school, I stopped watching it, but it was good. I never really watched that. I honestly never even really watched Ridiculousness. I just no, watched I never watched Ridiculousness. Yeah, Tosh.0 was the original. But Actually, like, The Soup was the original on the E channel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just Tosh.0 was the best. The best, The yeah. best version of that. Yeah. And then... Any clip I saw of ridiculousness, I was like, I just like Rob Deerdeck. Nothing. Not, I would like to meet him. Not, not, oh, I don't dude. care how dumb this fucking he show loves, is. He loves like stand up. He was uh, somebody. Uh, he just took a picture with a. He was at a show the other night. And he took a picture with a comic. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this comic you might have heard of. His name is Matt Reif. He's from Ohio. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That did happen. Rob Deerdeck was at his show and they Jesus took a picture together. Jesus Christ. A couple Ohio boys. Good. Good for them. I don't care. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like them. And I just, I like the community of skateboarding. It's just cool. And there's a lot of like different ways to be a part of it. Oh, really? Like you don't even have to be a skater. You can be like a, someone who designs like really cool decks. And oh, then people wow. just will fuck with that, you know? Or you, or you become like a Rob Deerdeck character who's not, like he's like a business mogul. Not so much of a skater, but everyone fucks with him and loves him. You can just be like a party animal, like a guy who films parties. If you watch like like skateboarding movies, mm-hmm. which are like like skiing movies, like they're just long edits of just cool shit happening on a skateboard. There will be like, you know, cut scenes or transition scenes where just it's almost like a sketch, just like something funny's happening. Like the old Jackass videos. Yeah, yeah. Jackass is literally just a skateboarding movie with it's only those clips though. Right. It's only the right. this funny bullshit. That's what those old CKY videos with Bam Margera were. Like it was it was skating and then the jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's cool. There's a lot of creative ways to like be part of that world. And the guy also the guys that film. Those are like a huge part of skateboarding. Is the right. guys that know how to use that equipment. It's just cool. Uh let's how long we've we been going cuz I am curious about one thing 102 okay uh let me ask you this and then we'll be good but so you, friday night you sent me a text or something like that i actually did well at the cupboard congrats is there documented evidence no but i believe you i want it known that i did well i'll choose to believe you this time and Nikhil was there he can vouch and you texted me <laughs> Me and X-Man are playing pool on the Upper East Side. You want to join. Where did you play pool at? 
Oh, we were going to go to Ryan's daughter. Oh, okay. But we walked in and it was like mobbed. Oh. And everyone kind of gave us a look like, you fucking, we look like shit. They're all like dressed up, clearly rich people. Dude, no way. I go to Ryan's daughter every now and again. I don't know. I, I got a weird vibe there. And then also everyone, it almost seemed like there was an event. Because oh, okay. everyone was literally dressed like wearing suits and black oh, dresses and stuff. There probably was then. But the pool table there, I've played it, my fair share of games on that pool table. You got, I mean, it's it's busy. It is very busy, and it's fucking really competitive. And there's only one table. Only one, yeah. I thought you were talking about the billiard hall by Fairway Market. It's not. It's not. It's non-existent. Really? That's yeah. a shame. We when I moved in, I saw that sign, and I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, I'm going there all the time." <laughs> and then uh, I walked up to it once, and it's like clearly it's there's nothing in there. Yeah. It's been like boarded up for a while. Pool holes scare me. I don't mess with the pool hall. I'm not going to play with just some guy who's like, hey, you look pretty good. You want to play with me? Let's put some money on it. Some shark. Yeah, I'm not doing that shit. But I'll go play with my friends. Yeah, playing pool's fun. I never had a pool table growing up. My friend did, though. I played a decent amount. I was playing pool in Brooklyn on St. Patrick's Day. This is... What a what a like a starter sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I was playing pool in Brooklyn on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And I was on mushrooms. I, had, <laughs> oh my I did God. a set at the cupboard and I was on mushrooms. I drank on stage. What a day. It was I was going off. And then I I went to Williamsburg and I met my friend Ed at a bar and we started playing pool. Mm -hmm. And uh there were these guys there's people from South Africa. There's two dudes oh, and a girl cool. that were like watching us play and i was just playing like you look bloody good i was like yeah, playing all right and then i leaned over to them i had like a complicated shot and i couldn't tell what to do here and i was asked this guy i'm like what do you think i should do is is the girl he was with wasn't his girlfriend i later found out too late she steps in and she goes this is what you do you hit like the cue ball bounce it off that wall it's gonna hit this ball and then knock the other one in into this pocket and i was like are you sure and she's like positive and so i did it and if i all it all happened exactly like she said and i was like that's fucking crazy <laughs> and like around and everyone watching around the table they were like oh shit. yeah it felt so good and then i've never made a shot that cool never not even never. close i did something similar with a girl on my men's retreat um I was it was the March Madness college basketball tournament, and I pulled out my DraftKings account, set it on the table. You know, I got bands in there. You know, trying to flex a little. Drop the top, let's flex a little. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so I, I I tell her I go, you said you studied sports marketing in college. Go ahead and pick any game. She's like, what? I said, pick any game. Don't worry about it. She's like, I don't know these teams. I don't know anything. I just pick it. And she picked uh, Kansas State. Minus like four or something like that. And I put $100 on it right in front of her face. And she goes, why would you do that? Oh, my God. And I was like, don't worry about it. It hit it. Oh, man. <laughs> and then I got her number. And then I got her number. And the tournament was still going on a week later. And I texted her. I was like, who do we like tonight? What do we like? I sent her a <laughs> screenshot. And she was like, Xavier. Because we met in Cincinnati. And Xavier is a, is a college in Cincinnati. And I was like, all right. I got you. I put 150 on it. They lost by 20. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. I was trying to be cool. Uh, it's awesome to show off like that. We should show off more. That's great, dude. We gotta go. Are you good at pool? I'm a, uh, uh, no, no. All right. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie and be like, yeah, I'm all right. No. <laughs> I can make some balls in, but I got to warm up, man. Sure, yeah. <sighs> I can get you from point A to point B. Don't ask me to take you to C. You know what I mean? 
That's some country stuff right there. Let's get a beer. <laughs> Let's get a beer and a ball game. All right, should we wrap? Let's wrap. Thanks for listening. Bye.